Hello there, everybody. Here is your public service announcement um, announcing that. Uh, ah, fuck, I should have checked the details. Three hours of sleep, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You'll find out why in a second. This is our announcement that on the 18th of December at 7 o'clock at the Esplanade Theater will be Good Hang Live! Hey! It's our first ever live show and we're going to be doing it in front of your faces because that's what the definition of a live show is. Yeah. And because we are close to the holiday period, we're going to bring you some Christmas cheer. What does that mean? I don't know yet. You have to come by and find out. I literally don't know yet. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But, you know, it's going to be business as usual. No plans, just party. Yeah. Um, and it'll be lovely for you to drop by, say hi, um, hang out with us. Um, be a part of our inaugural uh, pilot flight into the... Three hours of sleep, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) But please come on down. It's going to be fun. It's going to be great. And the best thing is, is that it's free. It's free, not just for our lovely patron subscribers, which, by the way, thank you. It will have a more legit free show for you soon. But this one's free for everyone. So bring your friends, bring your family, and bring some good cheer. And maybe some eggnog, because eggnog is delicious. Please don't bring that much it's eggnog. It's so good, though. It gives me the shits. Really? It's you the dairy. Mm. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with good hang John? Yes, sir? Do you know what I've come to the startling realization to um, recently? What's that? Um, I'm going to be alone f- uh, for Christmas. Well, alone in this flat for Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah. What's your family doing? Oh, no, I just met alone in this apartment. Oh yeah, like everyone else is is, is bouncing. That's that's one out of five left here. Pretty much, yeah. You're you're going to Malaysia and Korea with yeah. your girlfriend, Malaria. Yeah, and both of our other mm. flatmates will be in Thailand. I'm assuming, and probably. Yep. Um, I I I have I have no plans to be anywhere because because you're Singaporean. Yes, I guess that's the point. Yeah, but also because like my family didn't make any like Christmas holiday plans, but we do have travel plans in February. Okay, so that's not so bad. It's but, not too bad, yeah. But is your family going to be in town for Christmas? I am assuming. Yeah. I'm assuming. I haven't asked yet, but like... <laughs> is, is your family big on Christmas anyway? Not really. Not really, right? Just a dinner thing? Not really, thing. yeah. We just do a dinner thing. Um, we're actually doing one uh, next week for my sister's birthday. But yeah, like I, I've never... Over Jesus? Yeah, oh, that's a loud vehicle. Yeah, that's a motorcycle of some kind. I wonder if the audience can hear Get that. Some mufflers. So you're picking your your family's picking your sister's birthday over Jesus' birthday? Pretty much. 
I guess I can agree with that choice. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. No, it's it's her birthday next week, but um, is Christmas next week too? No, it's the week after. Week next. after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no one's gonna be in this apartment for Christmas. Uh, that means I'm going to throw naked my Christmas and 48 hour ragers. Yeah. 48 hour naked ragers. Ooh. Can't yeah. have a rager without naked. Yep. This apartment is going to be just trashed. A mess. Guess I'm going to lock my door. Guess I need to let go of my lease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad, though. Not sad. Whatever. I'm okay. <laughs> that's that's why I, I, I uh, put up the Christmas tree. So it I was can, nice. So it's I can an... sit in the living room by myself on Christmas Day and shed a single tear. That's nice. <laughs> you, can do, you can do a Christmas movie marathon, which is something I always say I wanted to do, but I never do. Oh, okay. Name name the movies. Okay. So off the top of my head, always Love Actually. Love Actually is my Christmas movie. Mine's Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone's up there too. I would yeah. put that on the list. What, what, okay. What are your thoughts on Die Hard being a Christmas movie? Um, It fits. I guess. I mean, just because it takes place during Christmas. No? That's all though. There's no like, I mean, there is family coming together, I guess. And there's friendship. It's okay. I like, feel like it's a overrated top idea. Die Hard for Christmas. Like I enjoyed the 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 relationship between um, the the cop and Bruce Willis. Yeah, what's his name? Renee? No, what's his name? I have no the guy idea. from the dad from Family Matters. Yeah, uh, Reginald B. Johnson. Oh, I pulled that name. Nice. It's because we watched the movies that made us. That's why I'm getting very bad with like name pulls these days. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, me too. And I thought I was like getting Alzheimer's, but I think it's just normal. Yeah, Alzheimer's is normal. No, I mean, just forgetting names. Yeah. Because when I was young, I was really good at pulling names. Like, before IMDb right. was a thing, right. didn't need it. IMDb was in my head. Yes. The JMDB. Yeah. yeah. JCDB. I, I, I've never... Like, there was a period of time where I was pretty decent at it. But, man, I, I, can't, I can't pull anymore. Like, famous names or, like, people you know names? Or both? Um, both. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, right? Lately, um, lately, I have been forgetting names more than I usually do. Like, usually... I can remember somebody's occupation, what they do, yeah. like what kind of pets they have even. Um, but it'll take me a while on the names. But I'll eventually get it. Nowadays, I can't even recall the names. Like it's just, The names don't, don't come to me and the details of their life get do you, blurry. Do you think that's because we use names less than before? Do we? I don't know. Maybe it's a social thing, you know? With so many dudes and bros and, and sisters, it's like... I call almost everybody... Like, whenever I go for events and stuff and I say hi to people that I don't entirely know... Right? It's the default. It says, hey, man. Yeah. What's up, man? But, like, even people I know really well, I'll call them. I'll be like, hey, man. Yeah. So, it's like, is that society or is that us? I'm not sure. But I had a really embarrassing thing happen one, the other day where... Um, I saw somebody and I was like, hey man, I met somebody with, uh-huh. with, with a bunch of other friends. And I was like, hey man, long time no see. I'm like, uh, never met. No, I'm new here. I'm like, whoops. Oh, see Daisy. <laughs> you just look like someone I know. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. I, it's, it was, no, what's worse is, hey, nice to meet you. We've met multiple times. Oh. I guess. I guess that is significantly worse. Because like, I was just so sure that this person was who I thought it was. Um, just with longer hair. And I was like, hey, long time no see. And I was about to say, you grew your hair up. But it's like, no, I'm, not, I'm new in this country. <laughs> I don't funny. know who you are. Something similar happened to me, but like, I was not outed. I wasn't discovered. Like, right. I was having, um, in the sh- in, in the and so forth show I'm doing, we were having like a staff dinner, like just sitting around. Mm. And I was talking to per- this person sitting right to my left. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Are you, are you working the bar upstairs or downstairs? She's like, oh, downstairs, blah, blah, blah. And like, it took, like, for like three minutes, I had a conversation with the person thinking she was someone else. What? 
Yeah, I just I was like I looked a at a different it. bartender. No, it's like there's like there's just just like I was talking to a bartender who looked like another bartender friend of mine. Right. And I didn't realize like three minutes later that it was a different girl. I was just like, yeah, but oh. that, <laughs> that gets that gets dicey when they have like the same occupation and similar features yeah. or like a similar police description. Yeah, I would say they do. Yeah. Similar height, similar hair. But I would say the girl I was talking to was like maybe like, I don't know, eight years younger than the girl I thought I was talking to. Right. So there's that. I feel like one, those things are kind of like, it's, it's it's about the effort you put in. Like, I imagine The Rock doesn't forget too many names. You think? I, I honestly think The Rock remembers like most of the names of the people. Yeah, he that, seems like the kind of guy who'd be yeah. like, who'd meet an interview, be like, oh, Philip, long time no see. Yeah, right. Haven't you seen you since Jumanji 1 or whatever? Yeah. Like, maybe there's like a four or five year memory like database or something or so but like in general i feel like he's the kind of guy that would like remember pe- like tom cruise and yeah remember people's names i wish i could be really good at that i feel that's a real power play but then don't people think you're kind of a dick when you remember them completely yeah like when they remember your name it's like isn't that kind of weird i think that- or there's like a power imbalance that, or maybe it's just me that if someone remembers my name and i don't remember their name i feel like they're an <laughs> asshole I, I think then it totally depends on who that person is yeah if you're the rock or tom cruise Chances are the person's going to enjoy that you, you remember their name. Yeah, but that's a thing, though. No one's ever, Rock's not going to come and be, someone be like, hey, Philip, and he'd be like, oh, what's your name again? <laughs> Stone <laughs> Cold. Uh, Hank Ho. <laughs> Machismo yeah. Man. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I need to get better with remembering names. Like, I, I always tell myself, especially when it's like people that. I rarely see, right? But still see on a fairly regular basis, like um, a photographer for a certain publication or okay. so, or something like that. How committed are you to this? Because I can help you. I have a device oh, a strategy. Are there, are there skills? There, it's really it's surprisingly simple when you think about it. But let me. So, let me uh, can I tell you what I do first? What do you do? What do you do? What I do is I try to use their name like in a, in like the first minute of, yeah. of like being with them. That's definitely something worth doing too. Okay. It doesn't help after I don't see them for many months. Right. So here's what I do, right? And this may be very specific to my scenario. So like I teach improv, right? Mm-hmm. So every couple of weeks I have a new cohort of classes. And yeah. like some of the best things that teachers that I knew would like, they would learn the name super fast. Yeah. Like, I thought that was like a, such a great training. So it made me feel good and it felt impressive, right? So I tried really hard to like memorize their names. So what I did was I'd be like, all right, guys, great first class. Let's take a selfie. And then we, make, we can make this selfie our WhatsApp group name, right? Okay. But then also I make a copy of that photo and I just write their names right next to it. So like I just right. refer to the photo. I'm like, okay, this is this person. Right, right, right. So that works for a group of people that I know I'm going to see regularly. So I should take selfies of everyone I meet. If you do, <laughs> you I think you already. So you know you take photos all the time anyway. Uh-huh. Just make a copy and then write the person's name. Or if there's someone that's notoriously difficult to remember, take a photo of them. Make a folder in your phone. Uh-huh. People whose names I forget. Photo like mugshots. That sounds so unnecessary. I'm saying if you're committed, you're never going to forget another name. Yeah, but also I'm going to always be on my phone. Like before, like I walk. How's that different from anything or anyone else? I'm not always on my phone that much. No, but like, you know, like, oh, I have a meeting with someone or like, or like, if I'm like, oh, there's that person. I'm going to know their name. Like, oh, there's that person. Oh, let me really quickly run through it as they walk towards me. (laughs) Yeah, because you can remember the scenario. It's like, oh, it was about a month, like two months ago. We did a photo shoot. Okay, hold on. Let me scroll back to October. Hey, Davey. <laughs> How are you doing? Long time since that shoot we did on 21st October 2019, you know? When you used yours, that specific camera model. It's like, I believe it's a Canon 5D. With the green background. It's like, yeah. 
Very, very specific. Yeah, I guess. Very specific. Because I, I, I know people that just have a knack for these things. They just mm. have a knack for, like, tight memory. Like, um, uh, uh, not a friend of the show because he hasn't been on yet, but Cesare. <laughs> yeah. His wife, um, she, her, she has a mind like a steel trap. Really? Like, she remembers details wow. of events. Wow. And ran- I don't know about names, but she remembers very exact details. That's scary. Right. That's like a superpower. But like, yeah, it's scary if you're her husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you did this two Tuesdays ago. <laughs> you didn't wash the dish with the pink flowers. Yeah. you. I, I feel like oh, if, you, if, if your partner was that way, like, how would you feel? Like, oh, scared. I would. But like, would you then like ever doubt your sanity? Yeah. <laughs> if you remembered something a certain way and she didn't? Yeah. <laughs> then you get into like gaslighting territory. Like who's Ooh. gaslighting who here? Ooh. I think the trick is to, to just trust your partner. Yeah. Especially I, if you're the guy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah, you're right. It's just like, I don't know if I'm right. It makes my life easier if I assume you're right. Gaslighting is a pretty trendy term nowadays, isn't it? Well, it's a terrible thing that happens. But yeah, it's, it's come to light recently. How did it come? I've been hearing it a lot, but I'm not really sure how it originated. Is it just from like people denying other people? I think I think in the times of in like the Me Too movement era, kind of like um, empowered women to bring this up because it's, it's something that's being brought up more, as opposed to just constantly being told that like oh you're lying that kind of situation. Yeah, that's gaslighting. Okay, but do you know what gaslighting is exactly? I know what it means in the context of like a sentence. I don't know the origin. Oh, oh, like why it's called gaslighting? Yeah, why I don't know All right, so just really quick. So gaslighting is when someone tries to like alter your truth yeah. by making you think that you're the one who's like going yeah. crazy or they're lying. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's from a play. No, John, I don't think so. I think it means like... <gasps> Fuck you! Oh, God, get out of my head! Uh, uh, <laughs> gaslighting isn't real. You made it up because you're crazy. That's from Rick and Morty. Um, <laughs> uh, gaslighting the term. I think it's from a play or like a story, but basically this... This there was these two people, these couple in a relationship, and the man slowly started dimming the gas lights. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was like an old timey thing uh-huh. until she thought that she was like it was getting too dark or something. She's like, <laughs> always been like that. Gaslighting. No, I mean it sounds made up, but that's really the story. I'm serious. No, but like, what was the story that like he constantly just told her no same brightness? Yeah, it pretty much. It, it was like to get her to question her sanity or her hold on reality or something. Was this like a philosopher, like some kind of like fucked up scientist? Uh, possibly that back in like the 1700s is a form of psychological wow. manipulation. Which let me look it up. I'm firing up the old Wikipedia. Men have been dicks for a long time. Yep. Wow. Okay. Oh, look at that. 1938 stage play called Gaslight. Wait, Gaslight, known as Angel Street in the United States. Okay. In the story, a husband attempts to convince his wife and others that she is insane by manipulating small elements of their environment, insisting that she is mistaken and remember things incorrectly or delusional. Which she points out in these changes. When she points out these changes. Yep. Wow. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty scary, right? I know there's this like post punk band called Gaslight Anthem. Oh, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> what a terrible name. <laughs> it's a terrible name. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I just remember seeing those things like all over the place. I remember like uh, way back during the my my little brown face episode, I got accused of gaslighting a bunch of times. Because because like framebreaker's not brown or something, or no, you were no. from, or like it was you're not brown. It was like, what are they trying to say? It was something about how like when I was explaining it to people, they're like, um, "I have a right to be upset or whatever." Like this is what I think happened, and you're giving me another thing that I don't think happened. So it was, it's it's one of those. I don't know if they're yeah. using it correctly, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
Hey, welcome hey, hey, to hey, Good hey, Hang. Hey, hey. Welcome to episode 111. 111, Singles Day. Uh, I'm, singles I'm, episode. I'm Nathan. I'm John. And uh, uh, this is the... Uh, how, what day is it? Oh, I'm sorry, what week Before is it? Christmas. Is it the 13th? It's the 13th today. It's the 13th. That means in four days. Yes. Fi- in five days. Woo! In five days, we Woo! have our live show. Um, does that mean our next episode is going to be the live episode I, or the next next one? I guess, I don't know. We should decide that. Let's I feel like we, should, we can now. get it out pretty quick. Yeah. Do you want to get out one more episode before we do the live show? Oh, yeah. We could do that too. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, well, why not? Well, let's not. Well, let's not hold us to that. Then, 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 like the, they can listen to the new episode before, like, on their way to the show. Oh, that's just redundant. No, it's I feel they like just get bored of us. The, but, we should but, segue it then if we're going to do that, like episode one of twelve. <laughs> At the end of that episode, just not finish the sentence, <laughs> and then we continue it in a live context. Thanks for the, and then the first thing we say in the first, hey, <laughs> and then we end Go, the show. Hank them to yeah. That'd be fun. I'm really excited, actually. Uh, it's like it's a good. It's we're, I feel like we have a good balance of preparedness versus like ready for anythingness. Should be sure. fun. First live episode. I mean, you're the improv guy here, so that's true. Yeah. Yes, and th- you're not. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it. I'll lean on. I'll lean on you. But um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be my first time performing at the Esplanade, not as a musician. Is it my first time performing at the Esplanade? Full stop. No. Yeah. Exciting. You have sauce in your face. Yeah, yeah. That's what is that? Sauce. That's a that's a pimple. No, the other side. Oh, that sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Um, Wait, keep wiping it. That's going to be on the Instagram. No, they can't. That's gone. The sauce is gone. Um, for context, you can't see the sauce anymore. Yeah, I know, but like just you removing it yeah. is a thing. So for context, um, oh, that's a great shot. I made some Berbers. Delicious Berbers. I made some Berbers with chess. Um, because who, who it Berbers? <laughs> because um, John and I were supposed to go for the Ugh, o- opening of Five Guys. My life is so disappointing. <laughs> we were supposed to go for the opening of Five Guys this morning, but then like some scheduling things got in the way. Um, uh, and I woke up with a burger craving yeah. and three hours of sleep. Oh my God. So I was like... I'm going to make some burgers. As you do. Like, I literally just walked out of my room. I'm like, what's happening? Where's Nathan? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, there's full, like, there's lettuce, there's tomato, there's beef all over the place. I'm like, this is, wow, what a great way to wake up. I love cooking first thing in the morning. Yeah. There's something about cooking while you're still kind of delirious. Like groggy. Groggy and like cooking. questioning everything. Yeah, like, it's very disorganized. I definitely cook better in the evening. But, like, you went to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, like, you know what I mean? Like, first of all, that would have shaken off your grog, right? I wandered into the grocery store. Let's put it that way. Beef. Yeah. Because especially with the bicycle, you know, like, you can be there in, like, two minutes. Oh, and yeah. It's still barely awake. Um and yeah, I wandered around the grocery store, just kind of like stumbled into a bunch of ingredients <laughs> and um, made some burgers. They were delicious. They were really good. Yeah. I love making, uh, it's not really a burger. It's like a patty melt, I guess. Well, I mean, specifically for the fact that you didn't use a bun. That's like the only difference. Right. Well, is yeah. that the only difference between a patty melt and the burger? A patty melt's also like you put it in sourdough, but then you also, I think you also put it on the griddle. Panini. Not uh, panini, like you don't flatten it, but it's, um, and also there's usually like sauteed onions. I feel like that's a. Right. I, Swiss I, cheese, maybe. I I, I I opted for scallions, delicious. Momotaro tomatoes, mm-hmm. and a um, uh, what do you call it? Kewpie mayo. What, what was in your sauce? Just Kewpie, or mayo. was it just straight up just Kewpie? Kewpie and tomato sauce. Kewpie is such a hack. Kewpie is a fucking hack. It's like, just like boom, umami. Normal mayo is just 
Yeah, yeah kind of gross, and it though, smells weird. Though you can do cool stuff to regular mayo that was t- quite delicious. Oh yeah, totally, totally. It's just that, like, for me, QP is like the. It's so deep, and you don't need that much of it. Just yeah, dotted in there. Yeah, uh, but you know, like my favorite sandwich still though, because I I would count what I made this morning as a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, sure. More than more than sure, sure, burger, sure. burger. Um, Again, just because of the bun. <laughs> Uh, and I crave it every time I think about it. But the freaking bacon lettuce turkey sandwich from uh, Park Bench. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't had that one in a while. It's beautiful. Like they they make the turkey so beautifully, right? And like, um, I'm not sure how they do it. Like, how do you get turkey to be that moist? Sous vide. Yeah. Is it like deli turkey or is it? It's deli turkey. Okay. Yeah. So I they bet got I... it all like chopped up. I bet I can make a pretty good turkey sandwich. Because like, like the best iterations of turkey I've had is through like those kind of like really juicy turkey sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Or in Taiwan, oh. they have something called huo zi fan, which is like turkey rice. Interesting. Imagine chicken rice, but just turkey instead. Who the hell eats turkey? That's so weird. Right? It's really, really weird. When I had it in Taiwan, I was like... And that's a thing? Like all over thing. Taiwan? It's a thing. And they eat it all year round. Whoa. But it's basically just like ri- the Taiwanese rice, mm-hmm. which is kind of like an in-between between Japanese rice and Thai rice. Sounds w- good. Where it's like slightly longer than Japanese rice, so it's not like pearly. It's medium rice. But it has like a nice sheen and stickiness to it, like oh, Japanese rice. Okay. It takes to like meat sauces very well. But Sounds anyway, good. Yeah, so it's that with like some uh, turkey and some kind of like... Cranberry sauce. It's not. It's some kind of mushroomy gravy situation. I'm okay with that too. It's beautiful. It's so, so good. Like, and it's all over Taiwan. If we have any Taiwanese listeners. Go get it. Go. Or you've probably had it <laughs> all your <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we talked about this in like some of the early, early episodes. The best turkey sandwich I've ever had is this at this Las Vegas place called, I forgot, but it, their sandwich is called the Bobby and it's like turkey sandwich, like a sub. Bobby Flay? No, like I think it's named after like Bobby Kennedy. Anyway, Got it's it. like a sandwich sub with like uh turkey cranberry sauce stuffing oh it's so good yeah we definitely talked about it because i remember googling the photo for the thing i don't really have good food memories of vegas really not really like uh, the first thing that comes to mind is like buffets the buffets for sure and i'm not a fan of buffets love a buffet love a vegas style buffet i I, i'm just not a fan of buffets like i i don't like that there are so many options and they're not exclusively mediocre, but like yeah, that's overwhelmingly true, mediocre. And there's no real like there's harmoniousness. You, it's yeah. just kind of like food. And you tend to like take too much of one thing. Okay, I, I think why I hate buffets is because I'm horrible at strategizing for mm, buffets. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I, I'm, I, I, I almost always just get sucked in by the carb like, yeah, it's like, mm, on the bread. first go round. Free all the bread I can have? Yeah. And it's usually noodles. Like, yeah. yeah. So any, any fucking buffet that has pasta or noodles or some that kind of situation. On yeah. On my first go round, I will do that. And then I'm like, dang it. Oh, I fucked up. Regret. I hear you. I hear you. Like a buffet, it's 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 like one of those things that like it was great when I was younger, uh-huh. because like you can really just go. Yep. But now, it's yeah, like the second time we're bringing up our aging, yeah, bodies. <laughs> um, yeah, like now it's like I have a buffet and I can't st- sit up straight. You're done. I can't sit up straight. I can barely breathe. Like right, walking right, out of the right, place right. is just a whole situation. Oh, then you got to uh, get in the treasure thing. The what? Remember the treasure? That Tre- app? Treacher. Treacher. Yeah. Treacher yourself. Yeah. So that way you have to like, I don't know, 
you're forced to strategize. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Treasures is the app in Singapore that you can like, there's a couple of participating restaurant buffets where like basically, it's, it's, it's really great because it's like, you go there, they give you a box and you fill it up so they don't waste food and then you can get, you know, a box of buffet food for $10. And the best you are at fitting it in there, the best value you can get. Huh. I always thought they gave the that that food buffet food to like homeless shelters. I mean, maybe some do, but it's definitely not a rule. Right. Eh. But then again, I also don't think Singapore has very many homeless shelters. Yeah. Like not gigantic ones at plus, least. Plus there's like a lot of rules in place like the whole like oh you have to consume it within this time and or else food blah, blah, safety blah, blah. and all that. Or yeah, else you be unless you become spice, you know. <laughs> makes sense. And I I I I I can't do. I can barely do like an all-you-can-eat um, kind of steamboat thing, mm. you, like the ones where you just like continue. Or it's still a buffet. I, I, I guess it's a sit-down buffet. Yeah, I define buffet by like you go up to the thing and you make your rounds. You stand up. Like what about dim sum? Oh, the, when they push the cart to you. Yeah, or even then, just because it's a lot of small things, right? So it's like you create a buffet on your own table. Yeah. I don't know why in this current moment in time, all you can eat and buffet take up like a weird Venn diagram, like different circles in my head, no, even though sense, I know they're the same thing. Like, well, yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's I the can, standing and walking element you're talking about. Yes. But I, uh, I, I can't like even, even right now with this slightly full feeling I'm yeah. feeling from like the burgers, I, I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. I think that's okay. Like as I get older, the more I want to just eat just enough. Like, just enough to, like, this is nutrition that I need. Make it yummy, of little course. A little fun. Have some fun. Make it good. Don't just, like, eat chicken breast and broccoli for the rest of your life for sustenance. Ugh. But, like, once you cross that threshold, I, I don't like being cr- past that threshold into discomfort. Uncomfortably full. Yeah, I get that. You know, like, when you walk out of a place and you're bent forward oh, slightly. Oh, trust me, I know. Yeah. Or, like, you're just, like, you're just, like, slow. You're just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Like trudging along. Yeah. I feel like that's just the actual like volumetric like weight of the food in your belly that's like slowing you down. That's like the opposite of how like athletes do their shit where they eat yeah. just exactly what they need for their body to go. Like like most of us just kind of like keep going until like we physically can't go on. It sucks that eating food is so fun. <laughs> you know why? Because it activates all your senses. It's like visual, smell, taste, obviously touch. Yeah. Damn. I guess that's why I enjoy eating in Japan quite a lot. Because mm. you're kind of, con- at least for me, I'm constantly on my feet or on my yeah, bike yeah, yeah. when I'm in Japan. Easily do that. Yeah. So, like, eating there is fun because they also size things out pretty decently. Unless you go to ramen, then that's when it hurts. Is it? One like, bowl? Yeah. Like, One big bowl, I guess. He- here's another thing that I'm realizing as I age. <laughs> um, I... How old am I? 28. Yes. It's, it, it's kind of trippy to think about when you really think about your age. Yeah. Um, are you, have you done anything where you realize you're in your late 30s? No, late 20s? Um, no, not really. Because I just thought I'm technically in my mid-30s. Yeah, technically, I guess. Technically. Um, I, I don't know. I, 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 it's a weird feeling. I didn't think anything past 25 was going to feel different until you hit 30. Mm. Eh. Guess but I, there you are, that not, was wrong. not liking buffets. and Yeah. But um, about ramen, yeah. here's one. Here's a thing. Ramen, instant noodles, whatever, any kind of noodle soup situation. I used to be the person that could see the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> I can't anymore. 
I can't finish that soup as much I, as I, I want I to. very rarely ever finish the soup because I'm like, once the noodles are done, I'm like, there goes the fun. Really? Not even the, even the meat. I'm like, no more chashu. Fuck you. <laughs> I used to drink all the soup because like that's that's the important I mean, part of the dish. Yeah, I guess. That's the thing that took like 20 hours to like simmer down and shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, I guess. And I would finish all of that and feel great. Now, like if I do that, I am leaving like, what a stretcher. Have I done? <laughs> yeah. It's it's rough. Yeah. No, but even at the end when it's like all cold and stuff, I don't know. Doesn't I'm a fan. Like ramen. Just because like, okay, like, I can imagine if I made that bowl of ramen, I would finish that soup. You want to honor the chef is what you're saying. Yeah, because like that shit takes a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, before the end of the year, I'm going to resolve this right now. Before the end of the year, I'm going to try and make my own ramen broth. Ooh. Yes. How how like involved are you going to plan to make? Are you going full like tonkatsu with bones and mm-hmm. stuff? Because there's different levels you can my, do. My main fear with that mm. is like with your... Wouldn't your utility bill just like shoot up like crazy using if, gas? If you leave the stove on for yeah. <laughs> fifteen hours, yeah. I mean, gas isn't that expensive to be honest. Yeah, like the, the at the rate we spend it at now, <laughs> right. into our utility bills, we spend I think sixty bucks a month on gas. Oh, okay. So if I made some tonkatsu broth, it would just be like seventy five, uh, maybe. <laughs> or is there a way to use sous vide? Sous vide. Is that more expensive? Less expensive? I'm not sure. Um, how would you sous vide a tonkatsu? Or a treasure? Which, which one? Not sorry, not treasure. A pressure pot, the Instapot. Oh, Instapot. I've never tried using an Instapot or a pressure cooker. Just do it, man. People have been cooking like long braises since the beginning of time. Yeah, just do it. No, as in, I just never. I've never tried. I'm not opposed to it. No, I meant just, just. No, I meant just use the regular stovetop method. Oh right, yeah. Um. I'm curious. I want to try, like, do the whole thing. Like, maybe not make noodles from scratch because yeah. I, I've i tried and it really depends on the, what do you call it, the environmental conditions as well. The terroir. And Singapore is a little bit hot and humid for that. Yeah. Shitty yeah. terroir. Because, un- like, unless you prepare it way in advance and, like, really plan it and, like, do it in an aircon room and then refrigerate it properly and all that instead of just having it all in a steamy kitchen. It's not worth it. I feel like noodles, ramen, they've done a pretty good job of like right. packaging it. Like how many restaurants make their own ramen? Probably not that many. Crystal Jade used to. Right. Now they don't. That's Lamian, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I remember being very upset when they stopped using like hand-pulled noodles. I love hand-pulled noodles though. I like like the, high tea lao. Yeah, it, it's just such a sudden drop in quality. They changed to like factory made noodles, and it just it it's not the same. You just gotta find the right factory. Like they're not bad. It's just that factory pull, factory made noodles don't absorb sauce the mm, same way that like is hand pulled noodles. Does. That like, it is doesn't true. Have those, I like, changed my mind. You have to make hand pulled noodles. Yeah, it doesn't have those like distinct nook and crannies. No, but like this is ramen, so it's fine. I guess so. And yeah. then uh, meat. I can make chashu. I can make pork belly. Maybe. Pork shoulder. Maybe. Both. Yeah. I really hope this is vaguely interesting to the listener. Just our food fantasies. I know. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Like, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> this is kind of what like John and I talk about like off mic quite a lot. Pretty much. We talk about movies and, and food. And we also talk on mic about movies and food a lot. So it's like... <laughs> just like jerking fun. off to the idea of food. <laughs> just food porn constantly. <laughs> Speaking of movies and things, have you seen anything lately that has tickled your fancy? Uh yeah, just the other night, um, couple uh, me and Opal hmm. watched the farewell. 
Opal's our roommate. Yeah, it's, it's her roommate. Oh, you watched the film. We did, oh, we fucking, did. I'm, I wanted to watch that. That's the thing, right? Okay, here's what I'm going to start doing from now on. I'm going to be like, these are the movies I'm watching this week. <laughs> you should put up a movie schedule <laughs> oh, yeah, on the chalkboard. Yeah, yeah. On the chalkboard. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay, there's some room for adjustment, but this is what I want to watch. You can book Join seats. Me. Book seats, yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll see, I'll, I'll sofa like L1, R1, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, The Farewell is a devastatingly good movie. Like a lot of people said, it's like really, really sad, and you're gonna cry. Like, you know vaguely what it's about. I've I've heard modern day Joy Luck Club. Okay, that's just because it's Asian. <laughs> but, but in a nutshell, it's actually based on a true story by the uh, so the writer and the director is a lady named Lulu Wang, mm. and a couple years ago she came out with uh, this American Life episode, mm. um, which is basically a podcast or a radio show where they just, people just talk about their story in America, right. and she talks about how she as a second generation Chinese American um, who's very close to her grandma. They, she learned that her grandma had lung cancer, but the family wasn't telling the grandma. Yeah, like that she had three months to live. So everyone went back to visit her on the basis of a cousin getting married. But really, everyone was there to visit the grandma and how they dealt with that and like the conflict right. of like wanting to tell her versus not telling her and stuff. That's a very Asian thing. You know, it's a that. very 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 Asian thing. It That's was a, cool. It's a weirdly Asian. I or actually, I don't even know if it's an Asian thing or just an older generation thing, but. I say it's an Asian thing because, like, my family kind of did the same thing. Really? Yeah, to a relative of ours. Like, she was, she, 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 her time was very limited, and they chose not to tell her. She didn't know? No. That's crazy. I don't know if it's because I'm so Americanized, but I would want to know. Right? Yeah. I would really, really like to know. But, but the conflict of, like, uh, Aquafina's character, like, really wanted to tell her, and then, like, the conflict between that, it became East and West, but almost in a quite subtle way. And it was mm. really nice because it's, like, it's easy to be like, oh, this is the way to do it. But then, like, the other side, like, the family's explained to why they weren't doing it. I'm like, oh, God, that's... Not yet. Well, like, it's not my tradition. I totally get it. A lot it. of things, and, yeah. So Because sometimes it's also about person to person, right? Yeah. Like, how how maybe some people are more susceptible to panic or, well, like, Well, you have to watch pessimism. the movie, but, like, the, the, one of the funniest lines, inadvertent or not, I'm not sure, was, like, we have a saying... It was all... It was in Mandarin, but they were, like, we have a saying in China... That when you get cancer, you die. <laughs> and the point was like, you don't tell them so they can live longer or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe I'll watch it with my family. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't, I haven't watched a movie with my parents in a long time. What was I, what was the last movie you watched with your parents? I'm trying to think of what... With my parents? The uh, Gladiator. <laughs> like way back in the... Yeah, that's the last movie. Yeah, like when it came out in the theaters. That's the last movie I watched with my dad because my dad just sleeps during movies. Not a big movie guy in my family. I'm my dad. To, I'm trying to think what was the last movie I watched with my family. I genuinely can't remember. Well, that's because you're getting old, so it's <laughs> hard to pull up memories. It wasn't super long ago. But then again, yeah, because my parents aren't like movie people necessarily, unless yeah. like Jackie Chan is in it. Or like, <laughs> um, it's, that's, that's, that's very specific. Yeah. Um, wow, I can't remember. Because my dad falls asleep at movies too. Right? It's like a dad thing. I think it's just a attention span thing. Yeah, where it's like, I don't understand this. This seat is comfortable. I get it. I fall asleep when <laughs> this a lot is what of I understand. I fall Your dad's asleep. Not that an old man. Was he fifties? Uh, no, dude. He's like 64. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I can't. 
Yeah, but I, I I sympathize. I empathize because I fall asleep at movies a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, definitely. There's very few movies I watch with Nathan where he doesn't fall asleep. Yeah, because like if it's because you don't sleep well enough, and you just had three hours of sleep, and you went to make burgers. <laughs> so there's a, no, you don't sleep when you're supposed to sleep, so you sleep when you can't sleep. But it's also because like if the movie doesn't hold my attention, then yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep. The last movie we watched, Ad Astra. Oh God, that movie. It had space monkeys and space pirates, but it was still somehow like kind of dull. Yeah, I slept. <laughs> that too. I, I took like a 10 minute napper but to be fair it was a beautifully sh- shot movie yep. beautifully te- uh, technically beautiful um, I do want to give it the time of day when I feel less tired nah, I'm good you, you watch that you go ahead <laughs> um, but, no, because at the same time speaking about movies that can really hold your attention I just watched half of Irishman <laughs> I, so you're is, watching last night I, I watched half of Irishman which is to be fair like a full length most of movies. Yeah, that's like you watched Irishman one. Yes, basically. I watched Irishman one, Irishman, um, 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 Infinity War, um, and it was very, very gripping. Yeah, like it really holds you. Like you know how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood holds Love your it. attention. Yes, the, I feel like the Irishman holds your attention in that way too. Um, like it's three and a half hours long on Netflix if you haven't already seen it. Um, it's about. Well, quite a few people, but like mostly around like this, the tiny little universe around Jimmy Hoffa. And, yeah. Uh, well, the thing that people are excited about this film is like the the mo- this, the mo- names behind it. It's like De Niro, Pacino, Pesci, Pesci, and Scorsese. Yeah, it's crazy. And Ray Romano. Woo! <laughs> Everyone loves Ray. Yes. Um, although I will say, the th- only thing that kind of knocked me throughout the movie, but you just kind of get used to it, like after like ten fifteen minutes. Um, the CGI faces. Oh, did he age them? There's a lot of that going I heard on. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that going on. And like, it's okay. I think we are getting to that point in time where it's not bad enough for you to like go like, what is this? You know, mm. it's, it's not like shitty. It's not like shitty CGI where you go like, Meh. but it's also not good enough for you to not notice it. So you're just, it's it's something like the Uncanny Valley, but you're kind of on an upwards right. slope. You're towards. coming out of the valley, but you're still in the valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, you're like hanging on to not drop into the valley, but now, you're not below it. What did know? we watch recently that had really good CG faces? Uh, Terminator. Uh, yes. Blood Genesis. Yes, Terminator Aftershock. Terminator, <laughs> the last first ride. defense. I have last no idea. Right, let Terminator told you he'd be back. Um, anyway, okay. the newest Terminator. <laughs> what is it called? The Last Survivor? No, Terminator. Je- not Genesis. Terminator Reborn. No, Terminator Regrouping. Re- I don't know. We're just getting old. <laughs> Legacy. Le- Le- Daisy, I think it's I think it's Terminator Legacy. No, that's a terrible name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. What is, what is it? Dark Fate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's Terminator Dark Fate. It's not any better. Our, our titles are way better. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the the when they recreated Linda Hamilton and then what's the name? Ed Furlong. That was amazing. Oh, okay, so if you thought that was amazing, then you think Irishman is fine. All right, I can't wait. Yeah, because when I was watching that, I was like, ah, weird. <laughs> but like, okay, imagine a scenario where someone doesn't know who De Niro and Pacino are. Hmm. And if they just saw that, do you think they'd be like, I honestly don't know. That's what's why. Going that's on? why I say like we're in this strange in-between now where like I personally don't know how to feel about it because it looks great. 
like yeah. the shadows, the color matching, and all that stuff. It looks fantastic, but there's just you just know it's not real, and it's not because you know how De Niro looks like now. No, okay, because I was just saying, like, what if no, you took no, no. an unnamed actor it's, who's like in their sixties and de-aged them? So it's not because you know what De Niro looks like now. It's because it's not moving or stretching. Right. Is it the pores, like Corridor Crew says? Is it the pores? It's, it's always the pores. It's not even that. I I almost want to say it's like the speed in which. The, the muscles and the pores on the face move. Ooh, creepy. Like, it's an imperceptible kind of thing where, like, right now as my mouth is moving, everything on my face is stretching and moving like the at a pores. certain... Yeah, but it's, it's moving at a certain pace. Right, right, right. Right? Whereas when it's animated, there's something slow. about the movements that it's just... Eh, I don't know if it's a speed thing or a smoothness thing. That's where, interesting. like, it's just transitioning from one shape to the other too smoothly. But let me ask you, but then didn't they... What about Thanos? Like Jeff Brolin is Thanos with the animation that was like yeah. fully animated and that was super good. Um, but it's also because he doesn't have like a very very human face. Uh, like it's it's like a cartoonish kind. Like okay, because for Irishman, how I felt about it was that the textures and everything were great. The right. details were all there. Every right. wrinkle that you would expect to have on a face is all there. It's just when the face is moving. You just, it, you just know. You just know. Yeah, and is it, I guess because, like, you know, Thanos' space movie, there's, like, a lot of crazy shit happening. And there's, like, a lot of fucking CGI in that movie, so yeah. I would think that Thanos' face is, like, the least... But like Corridor Crew, they nailed the pores. Yeah. And they give them stubble. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, thing. The te- again, the textures, the pores, the hairs, all fine. But it's, it's, I want to watch it. Okay, I'll watch Irishman. I'll check yeah. it out. Are you planning to watch... Well, who'd you watch it with, by the way? I was watching it with Cesare, yeah. John. Are you guys people. planning to watch the second half again? He, well, John... Or second half. Um, other John, John Chua, he fell straight to sleep like <laughs> twenty minutes in. Um, uh, oh, and D was there too. Um, yeah, it, it's. I intend to watch the second half. Yeah, I'll catch. I'll, I'll watch the first half as soon as I can. Yeah, I I kind of want to like be there again because I'm one hour fifty minutes in. All right, right over the half mark. Well, if you can convince everyone to come over here, we'll watch it. Anyway, I kind of want to like maybe rewatch. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But you know what's interesting? Um, think talk about filmmakers and just going back to farewell very slightly. Um, like this was the first movie I experienced where I'm like, wow, this movie's so good. This filmmaker's so good. Like it was distractingly good how good the filmmaking was. You know what farewell? I mean? Yeah, and I don't think I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like literally, I'm just like, look at that shot. Look what they're doing here. The thematic, ref- like all this, I couldn't turn off my like my analytical brain and lose myself in the story. Well, to bring back Martin Scorsese, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Um, do you think it's a thing where like you know how he called all the MCU movies like amusement park rides? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's that kind of thing where like true cinema, how it used to be defined at least, or like you know that kind of generation yeah, of yeah, cinema yeah. is becoming less and less. Like uh, uh, prevailing. <laughs> Three hours of sleep. I'm sorry. You, you, okay. <laughs> I sure. just gave up on that sentence. <laughs> is your are you are you saying that like so the farewell is yeah. like what something Martin Scorsese would appreciate and because it's so rare. It's okay. It's definitely that. not the same thing as like an MCU movie mm. or a Star Wars mm. movie where it feels almost more like an event. I hear what you're saying. A piece of cinema. I hear what you're saying. But you know what's cool? Uh, it was recently. It was just announced today. In fact, that the uh, I forgot according to who, but the, they they named who the filmmaker of the of the decade was the 2010s. Can you? Who do you think it would be? Uh, Taika Waititi. Ooh, would be my choice, but no, right? Uh, Not no. He's done. No, it's a pretty good range. Um, pretty good. Um, 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 it's pretty obvious. 
Kevin Feige? No. John he's Favreau. A he's no. <laughs> um Danny Villeneuve. Oh, Danny DeVito. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. No, nah, man, Danny Villeneuve had a, a ridiculous run. Like did he do No, that's Alfonso Cuarón, sorry. No, Danny Villeneuve did Arrival, yeah. uh Billy Dorn 249, 2049. Yeah. Uh the Jake Gyllenhaal one. A shit ton of movies. And he was Villains. just in this. Yeah, I kind of love that movie so much. Villains is I great. love all his movies so much. Arrival is like legit my favorite movie. I'm surprised that um Alfonso Cuarón didn't win that. I feel like he's because yeah, have you seen Roma? I've never seen Roma. I haven't. Everyone says it's great though. Yeah, it's black and white. <laughs> it's one of those movies where like the poster immediately just makes me go like, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it. Like I'm sure I'm gonna walk away from this with like some kind of life changing revelation. But, oh my god! Not right now. Okay, the only movie of his that of Denis Villeneuve that I didn't like is Enemy, and even then I'm like. I get it. Oh, wait. What's Enemy and then what's Villains? I'm Pris- you're thinking of now. Prisoners. Sorry, Prisoners is, Prisoners is the Jake Gyllenhaal, which is like one of my, again, one of my favorite movies. Even though I don't Enemy know is called. Jake Gyllenhaal too, though. Yeah, they're both JG. Yeah, I highly enjoyed Enemy, a villain for Enemy. But so good, man. Like Blade Runner 24, now I need to rewatch that, but it's so good. But I, I bring him up because like, I feel like he, uh, even then, I'm like, this is such a great filmmaking, but I still get lost in the story. Mm. Like, it just brings me and like, it all comes together so well. You didn't, you didn't feel that way of Enemy? You oh, enemy! Well, that was distracting. You know, you know, the, you know the giant big fan spider. Of spider. <laughs> Weird, crazy shit. I loved that movie. It was really so, like it was so just not my cup of tea. I think. Yeah, I, I, I dig it when a movie like um, plays with your expectations, but still keeps everything so thematically mm. tight. Like, yeah, that I get movie that. was like a thematic tight butthole. It I guess that. Yeah, but like God, prisoners and our oh my God, like a rival. Can I? Oh rival like just even just thinking about it makes like gives me shivers i love it so much and i like, think i need to rewatch prisoners then let's do it i fell asleep the first time you fuck <laughs> i tried it's just it's hard to take hugh chapman seriously when he talks like that <laughs> totally fair <laughs> fair critique yeah oh man um but here's one movie that i was recommended recently that i did not even hear about because so like what are you doing netflix with your marketing um it is called a Land, I forgot. Before time? No, no, no. Um, shit. Of the lost? No. Okay, so like it, it was killing me because like Singapore Social was so heavily promoted. Woo, in Singapore, Singapore Social, which we can talk about in a bit, I guess. Yeah, but I've like, watched ten minutes. <laughs> but you know how like in everybody suggested, like I think most everyone in Singapore got Singapore yeah, Social for sure. suggested to them on Netflix or I mean, at least sure, put I mean. on the gigantic banner. But somehow, this movie, A Land Imagined, it just flew under the radar. It came out this year, directed by um, Singaporean director Yeo Siu Hua. Ooh. Um, and I'll read, I'll read the synopsis. A cop in Singapore investigates the disappearance of a Chinese migrant construction worker who spent sleepless nights playing a mysterious video game. I'm so into it. I'm so into it. I'm so freaking down. Like, I, I really, really want to watch it. It's just that like, it blew my mind that like, I had never heard of it before. A like, Singapore-France-Netherlands co-production. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right? And they released it on Netflix, and it's crazy that no one's talking Let's about watch. it. Let's um, watch. So, yeah, here we are talking about it, plugging, plugging that shit. So, instead of watching V-Wars, watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna watch VR. I'm t- I'm gonna watch Star Wars though. A land imagined. Uh, 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 oh, yeah, Star Wars is out a in- week from today. Oh, uh, dude, from yesterday, next Thursday. Is it out on the eight- 19th? Yeah, we have tickets already. 
But do we have tickets for 18th night or 19th night? We have tickets for... Uh, hold on. <laughs> but not the night before. There's no... Min- I couldn't find any midnight screenings or whatever. Oh, this is all sold out. So we're wa- No, I couldn't find any. Like, there weren't any available. Probably sold out. No, no, they weren't even like... Because I, I have a few people I know who are watching on the midnight of the 18th. Oh, maybe we can look again. Yeah. But we have a show that night anyway. Well, it's not going to be at midnight. That's true. How dope would it be to smash a live show then go yeah, watch that And just bring everyone with us. <laughs> I'm down to watch both. I'll probably be late. If, if that'd be great because there's a pretty good chance I'm going to be late for the 19th anyway. Because I got a stupid class before then. I was like, guys, listen up. I love you. This is our last class together. I'm going to leave early. <laughs> I wonder if like, I can I can be thick skinned enough and like pull all the strings in the world and like ask Golden Village to like rent out a cinema and screen Star Wars. You could if you planned it earlier, because it's pretty straightforward, dude. Just buy a gold class sh- screening. That's what I want to do. Okay, no, because I have. A, that's I, what I, I do I, for I my next a, birthday. I have a prior relationship with Golden Village. Yeah, totally. That movie that we did. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they probably they probably couldn't do it now, but probably not. That would be fucking dope, though. That's what I want to do for my birthday next year, by the way. I just want to Watched rent out a Star Wars in a rented out theater. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I'm curious how other people are feeling about it because of the averse response towards Last Jedi. Oh, they can just eat a dick. But I enjoyed that movie the first time I watched it, and that's that's good enough for me. I've watched it every time I've watched it. I've watched it five <laughs> times now. You enjoyed it every so time. So good. Yeah. Dang. And I'm watching for, I'm currently watching Force Awakens. That's my go to sleep movie. I'm also <laughs> enjoying that. I intend to watch uh, The Last Jedi the day before we go for the last Sky- Skywalker, The Rise of Sky. Sure. Skyper. Okay. What's so now that we've come to the end, like how would you if you were like, okay, say you had like a kid mm-hmm. and like, here's a Star Wars, how would you show them? Like in what order, which movies and in which order would you show it? That's assuming I want to show my kid Star Wars. Why wouldn't you? What's wrong with you? You're a fucked up parent. No, it's, you know, like I don't want to force my shit into my kids. Like you just, you, you, you're, you get into what you get into. It's only after my kid develops his or her own, because I think personally, I'm into enough things that like. I'm going to wait for my kid to decide what he or she is into. Fair enough. And then I'll supplement that with like the things that I think are pretty damn dope. Don't so think I'm not allow- noticing you not saying that your your kid could be gender neutral or binary, not yeah. binary. It, they, whatever. They. But yeah, because like, I, I, I really, really want to be able to share like media, entertainment, that kind of stuff with my kid. Yeah. Because that's something I never really, really shared with my parents. Exactly. I shared it for like a little brief time period of like some Chinese drama when when (laughs) I was a kid. That's cute. Yeah. Um, And that was great. But as I got older, like it's just like the stuff that I watched, they were not interested. I would put it on and they're just like, okay. Whatever. Um, I'm forcing my children to watch (laughs) Star Wars and and read Harry Potter. And Breaking Bad. Yeah. I'm showing my kid Breaking Bad when he's five. You're the one that knocks. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's what I fully intend to do. Like, let them develop their own tastes and their own interests. And I think I'm into enough things and I know enough about, like, random shit, like TV shows and movies yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. I can just kind of supplement, like, oh, you're into cars. Hey, let's Check watch Senna and Ford versus Ferrari. And, like, oh, you're into uh, Barbie dolls. Let's watch the watch toys that, that made, made us. us. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. You're well prepared. Yeah, I lit- all the screens I can find are on the 19th. That's GV. Same with Cathay. Where are your f- fancy friends watching? But on the 19th, does it say, does, do they have any like 12 o'clock shows? No, yeah, I was looking for that too. Yeah, never mind then. It's okay. We'll just be a day late. Just basic plebs watching Star Wars a day late. With, with, with the regular people? With like everybody else or like the, the true fans knowing exactly what happened. I'm okay with this. 
Okay, I I have a question. Yeah, bring it. Uh, a a wager, so to speak. Ooh, okay. That we can encapsulate in this time capsule that is episode triple one. Brilliant. Um, what is your theory? Actually, how? Okay, let me rephrase this. Ooh. How is the emperor in this third movie? Oh, good what question. Are, what's your theory? Because we know he's in it, like for sure. He's not like they're not faking us out. Yeah. Because he's in the cast list. He's on the poster. How? What's your theory? I feel like if Darth Maul doesn't fall by being cut in half and thrown off the thing, why would the Emperor just... He's just alive. He's just been sleeping. Right. So, um, Empower, he's shocking Luke Skywalker. Darth Vader's like, fuck you, picks him up, throws him, and he just flies. That's your theory? Yeah, and he's just like, fuck this, I'm taking a break. Okay. I'm taking a break. I don't want to be emperor anymore. I'm going to go on a beach holiday to, to Naboo. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> What's your theory? Um, my theory is that Ray is basically... um so, Ish. You know, like, the same way how Anakin was made from midichlorians? Yeah. Um, I think Ray was made... Whatever. Ray was made from evil midichlorians. <laughs> Sithichlorians. I think Rey is the product of Sithichlorians, and that's why her parents left her. Um, and it, yeah, like the, that whole situation that the Emperor is her creator. Yes, and take note, folks, that we have not like list, read any spoilers. We have, I've barely watched the trailers. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I, I barely know. even knew the emperor was in it. Like, I've, honestly, my, if you didn't my, remind me, I would have forgotten. This this theory is based solely on what I had hoped the last Jedi would have talked about, right. or at least hinted at. Right. Um. So yeah, like that's what I want it to be. That like she was created by the emperor, and the, although it breaks a, a rule because I was gonna say that the emperor is her force ghost, but then they say that the Sith can't have force ghosts. Yeah. So I don't know if that's know. gonna be a thing. But that's what. That's my, my, my bet. I have another question for you. Another prediction thing. What? How is Skywalker going to rise? Ooh, he's a force ghost. He can just like f- float. So it's, so you think they're talking about Luke? Oh, I don't know anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe um, Baby Yoda comes in. Oh, if only. God, Lord. And trains another. Are there any more Skywalkers? Did Luke and Leia... No, sorry. Not Luke and Leia. Did Luke, I guess um, not. Leia and Han have a kid? Yeah. Who? Um, oh. Kylo Ren. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe it's him. Maybe but he's I, the, the last Skywalker. I'm confused. Like, I, I don't know. I, I hope they, they commit to the idea, or I don't know if it's Ryan Johnson's idea, of Rey being from no one. That's such a better idea. Yeah. Right? Than her being like, ooh, secret love child. But, I mean, this is not like... like this is old news by now, but everyone knows that like they basically made all that shit without a plan, right? So like, they I don't know, to- totally like just backtrack and no, but that's that's terrible because like it's it's okay. Like I think I have a feeling what might happen by the end of the saga mm. is that people will look back and it's almost as if it's like JJ Ryan Johnson fuck it up and then JJ having to rein it back again and so like yeah, well, what a waste of everyone's time, especially because Ryan Johnson's was the best film. It was it was well made top it was, top it was, up there. It, it was well made. It just had strange decisions. Yeah. Strange Whatever. decisions, well made movie. I enjoyed it at the time. That's fine. I, I, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it anymore. But, um, yeah, maybe, maybe it's, um, Ray is 
do, uh, creation of uh, the Emperor, and Kylo Ren is the Skywalker who will rise. Maybe. Yeah. Fucked up that he would take his mom's name. Actually, I guess it's appropriate. Actually, no, I feel like his name should be hyphenated. Hello, I'm Ben Skywalker Solo. Ben Solo Skywalker. Skywalker Solo, Solo Skywalker. Ben Swolo. But then he's not supposed to be Solo. Skywalking. I don't know. Can't wait to see it. Maybe, may, maybe here, here's, here's my theory. Yes. Kylo Ren finds out about the origin of his father's last name and goes like, that was fucking stupid. That's so stupid. <laughs> and changes it to Skywalker. That's just dumb. <laughs> I was named after a stupid ticket clerk. Yeah. Hello, my name is Han. One piece of carry-on luggage. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's terrible. I think if we haven't lost the audience yet, I think we... we oh, we, we definitely just, lost them now. Woo! Yeah, I think we just did. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Um... Is there is there any anything that you you wanted to talk about specifically today? Not really. I mean, there was one little piece of news that I thought was fucking crazy. I was curious to see if you had heard Sasleen about it. But I mean, the PMD thing is still actually kind of going on. You know, oh. the latest piece of news. No, there was a PMD guy, a person on a scooter, basically an electric uh-huh. scooter, who was riding on the main road. And to be fair, he was going fucking fast. Uh-huh. And like they were what like, a rebel. yeah, totally a rebel. And then there were like. Not even cops, but like the Cisco security yeah. guards, or auxiliary police, whatever, that were kind of like the minding thong, the area. The, the thong song. And the, yeah. Let me stop that strike. Okay, anyway. So, scooter, whatever. So, anyway, they were trying to stop this guy, and he wouldn't stop. And then this one Cisco guard ran up to him and kicked him, and he fucking fell. Whoa. And had to go to the ambulance. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm Did telling you. He kicked someone on a moving scooter? Yup. And, and the guy, illegally, was going like maybe, I don't know, 40, 50K. Wait, hold on, dude. There's some video footage of it, man. Let me. I'm trying to find it. What? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Hold Why on. would you even do that when you can just like take a picture or something? Why would you kick somebody dude, off a vehicle? Exactly. You know what's worse? What? The comment section are hailing him as a hero. Wow. Here you go. I'm handing Nathan my phone now. That's got the article on it. Oh no! Like, why the fuck? Like, what the hell's wrong with everybody? Like, what's the wrong for this guy for flouting the ban? What's wrong with this guy for fucking kicking him? And what's wrong with everyone for cheering him on? Hello, hello. I I still am of the uh, opinion that oh jeez, you watching the video? Wait, hold on. But also, why are there so many Cisco guards? Yeah, exactly right. There must be an I don't know. Must be an area with multiple people on scooters. So from what I understand, there were like previous guards were getting to stop and they were yelling. And then this guy sprinted. He sprints. And he fucking, sprinted across the street to do like a, almost like a little flying kick situation. Yeah, man, like fucking Captain America. Jeez. A little push kick. My gosh. Okay, so like my whole gripe with this situation is I still think it's so dumb that the government doesn't just say like, okay, our bad. <laughs> like the government could ever do that. Because it's because uh, it's like you clearly did not have the infrastructure for this vehicle. Yeah, like they, I mean, they couldn't predict it how well it, how much it would take off. They thought maybe it would be like. I, but honestly, though, like you present this thing, it's a very useful portable mobile device. Like, yeah. But you don't have the infrastructure for it. It's fairly straightforward. Yeah. It's like if I didn't have enough space in my house, I'm not gonna get a Doberman. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if the, if the Doberman fucks shit up and like destroys the couch or like shits all over the place or knocks everything down, yeah. who are you going to blame? The person that got the dog or the person that like, you know, that, that whole yeah. situation, right? But they can't unding that bell. So they, all they can do is now react. But like they should also, I feel like they should also say like, hey, our bad. We should not have allowed these things or at least we should have put the proper infrastructure in place. Because yeah. now it's almost like, oh, it's your fault. Pretty it's much. your fault for buying this thing that we sanctioned to sell in our country, even though we didn't have the infrastructure yeah. for for it so like now we're gonna put up signs shaming you and saying that you are the problem that's I just find it so I'm not even a PMD guy I'm actually very much like not team PMD yeah I just find it so silly that like this is a problem that they created it's a problem that they couldn't manage and then it's a problem that they that they're now blaming on like the people that that you know we're just looking for an alternative way to do things yeah that's the thing man it's like if you're gonna make it like that expensive to own a car like, do better with other things. This bike light culture. What do you mean you're anti-PMD? You just, you just feel like... They should I'm, just, I'm just not <laughs> team PMD. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a fan of them <laughs> as vehicles. I don't like the feeling of riding one entirely. That's funny. Yeah. Like, it's so good. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a fan of riding a PMD only because it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything. <laughs> That's what makes it so great. It's like you're not doing anything. All of a sudden, you're a completely new place. That's yeah. like magic. It's it's like half driving. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? <laughs> well, I mean, it's also like one like two percent the price of a car. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's beyond the point. Anyway, they should fix the cycling lanes and stuff because that would be fun. It's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a long while. It's gonna take a good long while. But dang, fucking yeah. security officers throwing flying kicks and shit. Crazy. No one. Don't safe. do that. No one. Please. Safe. Yeah. Please don't. Ah, like I love that because like okay in the the okay I'll try to find it because the police or Cisco or whoever came up with a statement they were like uh, one of our officers had to stop someone because he was at risk of harming others or himself. <laughs> so we had to kick him off his scooter and hurt him so that he wouldn't hurt himself. Boom, boom, good job, logic. Wow, it's 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 more so like really put yourself in the shoes of this officer. Why would your first instinct be to kick somebody out of a moving vehicle? Gotta stop him. That's at whatever really, cost. really worrying. Nathan, he could hurt himself. <laughs> but he could have hurt himself. No, but like or re- realistically speaking, it's just so worrying that that would be your first instinct. Yeah. And not only that, that you would act upon it. I mean, sure, the thought has crossed my mind a few times. Like, what would happen if I just like kicked somebody that went past me on a motorcycle? What would happen? But like to actually like do it and turn it into like an action. Yeah. That that takes like a level of sociopathy that is very interesting to right? me. Right? Is it sociopathy or is it just like strict adherence to the rules set about you by your seniors? I honestly, think it, I honestly think it has to be some kind of sociopathy because like it is uh, immediately like disregarding the well-being of others. Because there is, there is no universe that this guy is leaving that unscathed. Ugh. It's like kicking somebody, it's like stomping somebody on the face and like seeing like oh i wonder what would happen he's not he maybe might be okay after this the no thing, but Nathan, the thing that really buns me out as usual in the internet is the comments oh. well, look at this uh so this is from straits times uh so reactions online have been mixed but a vast majority of netizens support the officer's action the vast majority support the his actions it's because pmd writers have been so demonized lately i know right one person said there is there is a quick thinking there this is a quick thinking officer that safeguard the interests of the member of fuck you 
This okay, sorry. Now now I'm getting pissed off of punctuation and yeah. word choice. Yeah. So I'll read it as verbatim as I can. This is a quick thinking officer that safeguard the interest of the member of public. Had he not done so, imagine that errant PMD rider beating the red light at that speed jeopardizing road users and pedestrians. Okay, so okay, the part of that post that scares me, worries me, yeah. actually shakes me to my very core, right? is his use of the word errant rider. Yeah. Because that is the exact same phrase that the LTA has, has been using in all of their propaganda. Oh, they're really de- getting it in. To demonize the uh, PMD riders. Yeah. They have these signs and these billboards all over the place saying, like, Rat on, report yeah. errant PMD riders. Yeah. And I guess like, I, I live in a bubble, or most of us, like we live in a bubble at least, of like people that would like to believe that Singaporeans are smarter than that. <laughs> that Singaporeans are wary enough of propaganda and bullshit and like yeah. all of the stuff that the government basically just tries to you know, loop around and talk around and, you know, not actually get to the point to say things without really saying anything. You kind of hope that the friends and the people around you can kind of see past all of that nonsense. Yeah. When I see people like this that just eat that shit up, (laughs) it worries me so much. And again, it's because they have been demonizing these PMD writers. It's so frustrating when really the public need to be upset with the government because they allowed this to happen. You yeah. can't blame people for taking, like, improving their own lives. It's a pretty complex you issue. Cannot, it's it's not that complex. I think you just can't blame people for wanting to improve their own lives and yeah, then, yeah. like, blame them for it. It's and, and this is me as a PMD reader, but PMD writer myself, or formerly, anyway. <laughs> but, like, that, that dude was... PMD writer. Yeah. It's, 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 that should be on your That's name my card. title. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, no, but, like, the dude was riding super fast on the road. He shouldn't have been doing that anyway. And what what the fuck? Was he trying to beat a red light? That's what I'm confused about, too. I believe the light was red. But, oh, okay, like... Stopping? Okay, how about how about no. this? Yeah. How about this? I was a cop. Yeah. If I see a car running a red light, yeah. am I going to take out my fucking gun and try to shoot at no, the No, obviously not, right? <laughs> obviously not. Aim for the head. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a really fucked up thing. It's just... I don't like how people are like, that dude could have died. That dude got hurt. I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah. That was a hell of a fall. Dude, like, it, okay, all it would have taken... Is him flying like a certain like just distance slightly, in a different direction, slightly different angle, different angle. His Anything. head would have just like fucking destroyed. Yeah, the he curb. hit the curb. Lucky he didn't hit the curb with his head. Yeah, I don't know. It's a fucked up world we live in. Now, oh man, now I'm scared. I'm gonna get kicked off my bike. <laughs> I don't know. Have you had any issues? Like, have anyone gotten mad at you riding your bike? No, well, not in Singapore, in yeah. Netherlands, many times. But not for not what? For doing what? <laughs> because okay, like. I've cycled in many, many countries. Many times, okay. Yeah. We spoke about this last year. I mean, yeah. last episode. But um, I've cycled in many, many countries. But most of the countries that I've cycled in, cycling is like a secondary mode of transport. Yeah. So for the most part, you can get away with a lot. Except for China, where like it's the primary mode of transport for a lot of people, but you can just kind of get away with a lot there anyway. Right, right, right. But in Netherlands, it is like the primary mode does. of transport. Yeah. So because of that, there are a lot of rules. Mm. And there are a lot of rules that I just... Like a lot of etiquette rules didn't know. that I don't practice, I don't know. It took a while for me to get used to. Oh, like what, for example? Things like signaling, things like... Yeah like, like, yeah, like signaling, filtering, keeping to a certain side. I always kept to the wrong side. I can't even remember which side you're supposed to keep to right now. Right. I think it's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the right when like in my head it's so always American left. American style. Yeah. Um... 
Yeah, there's just a lot of rules, especially if you're like if you're crossing a T section. There's like a certain way you have to do it. Oh, okay. And um, so it sounds like you need like a license, basically, pass a test. Almost, yeah. but it's it's just that people will like tisk at you a lot, or just like yell at you in a. What are you doing? In like a Dutch, that's Swedish. In like a Dutch. What are you doing? Swear. <laughs> what are Flocken, you doing? Flocken, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know, um, but um. Uh yeah, I'm scared to get kicked off my bike now. In the name of Anne Frank, what are you doing? I'm scared to get kicked off my bike with with all of its deficiencies. Oh, I got a bell since we last spoke. I noticed that. I was like, <laughs> I was riding behind. Him. I was like, oh, look at him dinging people. Yeah, I got a because I got sick of just like going. Hey, <laughs> excuse me. Because like, just I, 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 I like before I got a bell. Every time I rode behind somebody and I had to pass them. Like there, it would be like a five second like thought process in my head of like what is the least like um, abrasive harsh sound I can make like hi because <laughs> you go like hey Oi. yeah but like, oh and then it's kind of obnoxious you know because like it's a pedestrian walk yeah so. like I pretty much go excuse me sir on your right that's what I do <laughs> but that's so long yeah like I just want to make like, like one sound equivalent of a honk exactly I want to make a, a, a polite honk so it's just like hi or like excuse me or like hey <laughs> usually like in this annoying sing-songy voice <laughs> but now I can just go ding ding although yeah. like the, I still see some people getting like annoyed. Yeah, yeah. But then it's also like, get off your phone because like they would get surprised. But that's my thing too. <laughs> you know what's the worst is when people get surprised when they're in front and they're in front of you, like yeah. they're walking towards you. Yeah, there'd be so many times where like they're going towards me and I've slowed down considerably. And I'm digging my bell and they're like looking like. Whoa. Where's that coming from? I'm like, and I go, hi, I'm in front of you. And they go, whoa. <laughs> like, one of those. And I'm like going really slow. I'm just like, all right, good luck with life. Yeah. Hope your neck muscles don't strain. But that's another, that's a whole other thing. Like people, like the gluing of the phones. Yeah, it's terrible. Like I generally feel like, you know, in Wally, they were like, oh, yeah. Humans are going to be super fat and not have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like the next generation is just going to be like, everyone's going to have neck problems. Good time to be a chiropractor. Mm. My brother gets in. Do you believe that it's going to come full circle at some point? Because you know, it's it's one of those things where like the conversation has been had hundreds of thousands of times now about like oh social media technology, yeah. it's too much and blah blah blah. Like you know, we can we don't even have to start. Like you can you can create the entire conversation and argument in your head already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you think that has happened enough mm. that within the next few years or so we would come full circle, like a movement to like not get beyond? What do you mean? Just like with younger people, like finding constantly being in your phone uncool i you hope know? so like the trend will eventually come full circle and people be like oh you're on your phone loser Nerd. i don't know probably not yeah. but i think it's like i have what do i have i have some friends who are kind of like that or like i don't know i just want to make it a thing like yeah if we're sitting down for dinner let's be together let's just put our phones away and just be i spoke to a friend recently um who's a parent of older children mm. um that um told me a really interesting parenting tip. And I yes. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I also realized that like we've spoken a lot about kids. Yeah. Um, listeners, I am not having children. Don't worry. He is getting old though. Yes, I am getting old. This is like the... How do you... What, what should we call this episode? I don't know. Like Nathan comes of age? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have something. Something to do with old. Yeah. Um, Good old Nathan. That's what it is. I don't know. Uh, what was the tip again? Oh, yeah. So she has a 12-year-old daughter mm-hmm. and nowadays you just need 
a phone. Yeah. Right. You need a phone, especially in school with the e-learning and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happens on That's the fine. internet. So, uh, yeah, because of a lot of work happening online, it's easier to have a mobile device as opposed to having to go home all the time to do it. Uh-huh. Um, so what she ended up doing was giving, creating like a like a contract. Oh. Yeah, like a handphone contract. You know, it's like a kiddie contract. You know, just yeah. like something. Like, but like, something you would get from Singtel or Starhub. Something. It was more like I will not use my phone at the table. Ah. I will not use my phone past uh, 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 ten p.m. Yeah. Um, I will not. Blah 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 blah. You know, I, all these things. They basically like a contract, and yeah. then like she there's a there's a designated cupboard in wow. the house to put the phone. This is fun. I feel like she's gamifying it a little bit, which is good. Yeah, right? It yeah. was so interesting. She was telling me about it and like she said, yeah, my, I mean, the dar didn't read it, just like fucking... Oh, <laughs> she just it, signed it? Signed it immediately because idiot. like, I'm getting a phone. Um, but yeah. She's gonna get fucked in the ass. <laughs> Sweet. But because of, 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 of all the caveats set before, there is this precedence of like knowing what and what to do and not to do with the phone and all of that, which is fair enough, you know, early, especially at an early age. 12 is not that old mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Um, to set those boundaries early. I think there's something to be said about that. I think a lot of us, when we were introduced to that world, a lot of the boundaries were not set. Yeah. We were just kind of given free reign because we were old enough to have it. Um, and that's when like the bad habits set in. That's when you find yourself all at the dinner table yeah. using your phones, that kind I mean, of situation. I'm curious to see because I think my brother's kids are kind of like that. Like he has two daughters. One is uh, 13 now. Yeah. The other one's like three. Huh. Or something like that. I can't be right. In, in, they're anyway. 10 years apart? I think so, yeah. Okay. They are stuck to their phones. Yeah. They're their iPads. Mm-mm-mm. So we're going to Korea soon. I'll see what they do. Mm. I'll fucking throw it into the snow. They're just constantly playing Fortnite. Probably. Or what's the big Some, game now? Minecraft? Clash of the Clans? Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. That. Whatever it is. But it's like, you know what? I can't really like poo-poo it. It's like, it's so cool. Like all the information no, it's, it's and stuff great. that's out there. It's amazing. I, I am very guilty of spending ages on my phone. Like, lately, I have been playing way too many games of Mobile Legends. Right. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever miss reading? Oh, I've been reading. Oh, that's good for you. Because, like, I feel like I want to read. I have all these books lined up yeah. on my Kindle, which I'm okay. That's technology, but it's yeah. still reading. But it's just like, man, I sure, like, read it in YouTube. Yeah. And it's not, I don't feel like what I'm doing is, like, mindless. Like, I'm, I'm still, like, learning and, and reading and stuff and being entertained. Of course. No, well, reading has taken, like, a different place, I feel. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like reading was like the phones of the past right <laughs> kind of i mean to be um, honest yeah kind yeah, of because that's what people would do at coffee shops and they're waiting in line like on the bus th- that kind of thing before they were staring at their phones right yeah. they would be reading books or magazines or newspapers yeah, 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 yeah. um it's created i really hope the audience is not hearing that full-on that drilling in the background yeah. or if they weren't oh I can i, I need to answer the door hold on what can i answer the door can you sure yeah. i'll just keep talking what was i talking about again reading yes okay Okay, so I wanted to talk about um, how reading has become more of a, like, almost a ceremonious event kind of thing, because it's become so much rarer, right? I'm sure there's some of you out there that read very regularly, like, maybe you you, you smash, like, two, three books a month. That's amazing. I'm jealous. But I'm still, um, like... I have been swept away and taken by technology. I used to be the guy that read like one book a month, that kind of thing. But now I'm very much like a one book every two, three months kind of person. But I kind of enjoy that because like every time I do sit down and take time to read, it's like a ceremony. It's like an event. It's like a 
a very conscious task that I'm doing that is clearing my mind. And like, if I'm, okay, I'll put it this way. If I'm reading a book, I know it's because I have the time and yeah. space and the place to do so. I would like to do that. I just don't do it enough. Okay, I really have to get this package though because hopefully he got let in. This is a very important FedEx package. Oh no, I was just going to keep talking about Really? Myself. You don't want to edit this out? It's fine. It might take a couple minutes. It's fine. Oh, enjoy. Here's Nathan Hartone. I'm just going to keep talking. <laughs> so the book I'm reading right now is um, something called The Three-Body Problem by... God damn it, John. You can close the door quieter. Fucking recording here. Um... The book I'm reading now, it's called The Three-Body Problem by Cixin Liu. Because um, here's the thing I never really um, delved into or like really even considered delving into. Um, the world of like Chinese literature, but not necessarily like written, uh, read in Chinese. Because The Three-Body Problem, it is a translated version of a Chinese book by Cixin Liu. Um, and C-I-X-I-N-L-I-U. And it's amazing so far. I'm I'm barely a third of the way through, but like it's blowing my mind. First of all, because like it's sci-fi written by a Chinese author, which is honestly not what I relate sci-fi to the most immediately. I guess because like I I I can't recall any like Chinese sci-fi movies or Chinese sci-fi TV shows that I've watched, even though I know there are a bunch. It's just that most of the sci-fi I grew up with was like Star Wars, Star Trek, and that whole, um, uh, uh, that whole era of... Can you please close the door quieter? I put the same amount of force into my door as you do into your door, and your door is more efficient. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Catch me back up on everything you just said. Um, I, I was telling them about... I lost my train of thought because that door slam was crazy. I apologize. Um, uh, I was just telling them that I'm reading a book called The Three-Body Problem, which is a... Qian uh, Yu. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. It's, a, it's Chinese sci-fi, but it's a translated it's version. It is beautiful. It's it blowing my mind. Is, it's what they call speculative fiction. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like sci-fi, but like grounded in... future kind of Yeah, thing. very near... That's good. I need to get. I have the book. See, that's the thing. I've been. I've been meaning to read that book for like three years. It's a little man in the high costly. Yeah, I heard that, kind but in a good way. Of, kind of, kind of. Um, but I am. I am loving it. I, yeah. I am digging it so much because like, there's something about reading a book that can't really be replaced yeah. in terms of like. Yes, you watch a YouTube video, you get maybe two or three nuggets of information, and then you leave with that. Um, you watch a movie, you get like the story, and maybe like one or two slices and or like of memories here and there yeah but something about a book it just really implants itself into your psyche i don't know what it is but i can still remember like the books that i read back in secondary school in jc i can barely remember the movie i watched two nights ago right you know what i mean irishman (laughs) you only watched half of it you slept yeah no but that was yesterday so i still remember that i think also like maybe it's like you can't Actually, no, I guess you can't. I guess you can get really sleepy when you're reading a book and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I just read that paragraph over and over again. But I was going to say, like, you can't fall asleep and read a book at the same time. But then that becomes like an attention span thing. Mm. Because I noticed this in myself a few years ago when I tried to read more books. And I noticed that every time I tried to read a book, literally like two, three pages in, I would start to like close my eyes. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't like that. I yeah. really don't like that that's happening because it didn't used to be like that. That is clearly a shift in my... Attention. So I sought to change that in the last few years. That's pretty good. Maybe that's yeah. my New Year's resolution. Just read more a, books. Book a month. A book a month. That's yeah, very doable. That's, that's very, very doable. But um, yeah, I, it, there's just something about 
even like comic books, mm. something about like the act of like holding it in your hand and reading it, yeah. it really burrows its way into your psyche. Dude, I'm so like I don't know what comics are anymore. Like I don't know what's good. I don't know who's doing what. I haven't read a comic. I haven't in read a comic very in a long very time. long time. <laughs> like I'm honestly just I'm just waiting for Saga to end. I'm just gonna read that and it's gonna be the greatest day ever. <sighs> That's the plan. I have no. Is Walking Dead still going on? Yeah, yeah, it's still going on. That one too, I guess. Man, ooh. So my FedEx person arrived. I was able to. This is a present for Rachel, my girlfriend. Oh, is she your secret that. Santa? No, oh. this is a regular present. Okay. Yeah, we're doing a secret Santa, which is I think is so cute. Who's yours? I can't tell you. Who's yours? <laughs> I was hoping to catch you off guard. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what are you guys doing for Christmas? I wonder. Let us know in the Listeners, comments below. <laughs> please let us know. We'll put it on Instagram. I'll post the photo with Nathan in the sauce, and you can tell us all about. I'm just what gonna I'm I'm gonna be alone for Christmas. No, I'm probably gonna be with my family. But I mean, I'm probably for real though, probably gonna throw like a huge party here when you all should. of you are gone. <laughs> you should. I'm really sad that I'm gonna miss it, but yeah, you should. Yeah. But like for Christmas, you mean like on Christmas Eve or day? Around there. I mean I feel like you can pull friends, but that also makes me sad. It's like why aren't they spending time with their families? Uh I know there's a few like Christmas orphans, a little orphan Christmas party. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, f- we'll figure something out. I'm sure you'll have a great time. Yeah. Are you gonna make turkey chicken rice? Uh, no, I don't know how to cook with turkey. That's sad. Yeah, but you I've, can figure it out. I've tried cooking with turkey a few times, and I have consistently messed it up. That's so funny. Turkey's one of the few things I've only cooked maybe three or four times, but every time I've been, I've think it's fair to say i've been pretty successful yeah i mean just cook the turkey breast the like you know like the 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 one that's just like a cylinder <laughs> just one turkey breast it's pretty easy to do sous vide i i tried to do it. like a full-on um oven roasted turkey yeah and i didn't know about you know how some turkeys they have this thing like the pin inside pops out left inside oh yeah. the pin that says if it's done okay yeah, yeah it pops out when it's done i didn't know that was a thing yeah they're not very accurate i don't think because like the thing popped out and i was like huh what's that oh gross i took it out and i just left it in the oven a couple hours a couple more hours <laughs> like, almost a full hour for me after. i left the giblets inside that's one thing i did but it was still delicious um, you know they're like a packet yeah, of all yeah, the crap yeah, yeah, yeah left that inside still good though okay yeah I I uh, mm, I'll, I'll, I I I will try. I'll figure it out. Yeah. It can't be that tough. If you can, if I can cook a chicken breast well, I should be able. to Well, clearly, listeners, this well. is Nathan's cry for help. So, if you're alone on Christmas, or even if you prefer Nathan to your family, come over. Come on over. <laughs> we'll give you a series of hints to find our place. <laughs> All right. So um, you know that there's loud sounds. Nope. <laughs> That's one. That's your first hint. That's terrifying because like people can actually do that shit. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> So um, don't don't visit us, don't stalk us, but thank you for listening and joining us for another week. Yeah, um, you can join us at a live show. How about that? Yeah, we'll 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 see. In the logic of the episode, we've already plugged it at the top of the episode. That's true. Yeah, but like I guess the end we can, of the episode we're replugging it. I guess we can replug it. Awesome. So yeah, guys, uh, hope to see you on the eighteenth at seven o'clock. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Let's check with the top of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll be performing at the Esplanade Concourse. Uh, come by and um, have some good Christmas cheer with the gang. Yeah. yeah and thanks for the hang. Thank you. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good
What a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hand